Before we introduce this episode real quick, we wanted to give a shout out to one of our patrons, mm-hmm. Jesse. Happy birthday, Happy Jesse! birthday! I know it might not be on this actual day, but mm. since this is the beginning of the week, your birthday's this week. Yeah. So, <laughs> happy birthday. You'll be getting a card in the mail with some stuff in it. Yep. So, be on the lookout. So, we just wanted to say happy birthday to one of our patrons and longtime listeners who yeah. even sent in an email before we launched the Patreon, has been interacting with us. So, that's super awesome. Yep. So And we love you guys. So, we're going to try to do this in the beginning of the episodes for birthday weeks. Yes. So, happy birthday, Jesse. My name is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And, and we, we are, are the Exorcisters. Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to episode 71. And in this episode, we are going to be talking about a sequel. Another cause, one. Because that's what we're doing in this month. And we are going to be discussing Paranormal Activity 2, which from what I remember and all the ones I've seen, is the spookiest. I think so. Now, I don't remember the third one or the fourth one, but I'm pretty sure I only ever made it up to the fourth one anyways. Mm-hmm. Because after that, they just got a little ridiculous, in my opinion. Once That's it was, true. like, the ghost dimension, I was like, Pfft. Yeah, I like the first three. Like, up to yeah. the 80s when they're little girls. That's pretty good. And then they get crazy after that. Yeah, that's kind of what I got mm-hmm. to and actually remember caring about was the first three. And then after that, I, like, may have seen the fourth one. I don't really mm-hmm. actually remember if I ever did. So, one, two, and three, I do remember. Mm-hmm. Was the third one when she was, like, on the webcam and there was stuff happening behind her? I feel like that was the third one. On the webcam. And there was wrong. like a webcam. So it's from the 80s. So webcams weren't a thing. Maybe I'm thinking of the fourth one then. But it was like a tie back to that family also. It's like a blonde girl and she's yeah. on her computer. No. Which one is that? I have no idea. I think it's the fourth one. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I didn't like it that much. It was weird. But this one ties directly into the first one. Because you get what's going on with the other side of the family, basically, with her mm-hmm. sister and how this is all connected. Yeah. This is actually before the first one. Yes. In part. Right. Certain. <laughs> Most Certain of parts. it. Most of it. And we'll get there, but that's a, I would never do that shit to you, man. Oh, yeah. I know, right? Ever. Like, are you Whole serious? ass shit, man. That is fucked up. You, yeah. You're haunted in your house, so let's send it to her sister because I can't handle it anymore. Send oh it off. Yeah, that is fucked up. I mean, it all comes for full circle. But basically, what made these movies so scary back in the day was how real they made them feel to, mm-hmm. like, younger audiences. Mm-hmm. Like, as an adult, you kind of know when it says, Paramount thanks Carl's Bad Police Department and Families of the Deceased. You're like, whatever. Right. You can put that on anything. But when you're a kid, they're like, they can't just put that on anything, you know? Mm-hmm. They can't put based on a true story if it's not based on a true story. They could literally say, some people died in that house and say, how they could say they died from fucking spirits and they didn't. And they could say based on a true story because people died around the area. Like, right, exactly. But when you're 2010, so I was a junior in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and you see this in theaters following the first one that scared the bejesus out of you. Mm-hmm. You exactly. know, it's scary. No, I thought the same thing. After the first one, I remember looking up going, was that real, though? Yeah. And then you find out that Katie and Mika are actually actors. Well, they have right. an IMDb. So. Exactly. And also, it's like they don't put the they don't roll credits. Mm-hmm. Even on based on a true story, they roll credits because mm-hmm. they have actor portrayals. Not on this one. You're like, Oh, shit. They have to credit the actors. Right, exactly. They have to. It could possibly be real. Uh Uh-uh. It's not real. No. 
But if it was... <laughs> the whole fucking story. Horrifying. Also terrifying. And I'm sure it's, things like this have happened to some people, unfortunately for them. Right. I would not want to be family members to those people or <laughs> friends of those people or around those people. Because this shit, like, feeds off of mm-hmm. everything. But basically... It's just like the first one. It takes you through a series of nights mm-hmm. and home footage. But this family is, this is Katie's from the first one. This is her sister's family. Mm-hmm. So her husband, her new baby boy, he's like new-ish throughout this. He's like. Yeah, he's growing. He yeah. gets to like under two, I guess. Yeah, like walking kind of. Yeah. Uh, so child and then a stepdaughter who's a teenager and a dog. Mm-hmm. I think that's everybody. Like a family of four plus dog. Family of four. And then we have other people like the daughter is dating someone. So we see him. Yeah. Katie and Mika come over sometimes and they have a, a maid. Yeah. Which she's really cool. She is. In the beginning of this, they get the security cameras because the house is broken into. Mm-hmm. Well, they think broken into. Right. It's been ransacked, but the only thing that's missing is a necklace that katie gave her mm-hmm. all the valuables are still there mm-hmm. that would be my first indicator this shit's fucked up <laughs> right exactly like, hell no and then now that we have all the security cameras conveniently mm-hmm. placed in most of the common areas including like outside by the pool and stuff mm-hmm. we get our night one night two night three and what times we so just like the first one and this is when like you get progressively more aggressive, the spirit. Right. And I know that we've said this before, but if I ever told you that there was some shit going on in my house and it was really starting to affect me, like, I know you would listen, but like, Mm -hmm. please listen to me. I'm serious. Well, there's a point that she tells her sister, she tells Katie what's going on. And Katie, they're both kids dealing with ghosts, right? And Katie goes, no, don't go there. You don't want to be like, mom, don't believe in it. What? Uh, and then later on, Katie comes back going, yeah, shit's starting to happen at my house. Maybe you should have fucking listened to before. Yeah, no wonder shit's starting to happen at your house. You ignored it. God. Like, which is not exactly why, no, but, but still. Fucking listen to your sister. Yeah, so like night one starts, doesn't nothing really happens except for there's this like vacuum, automated like vacuum thing in mm-hmm. the pool. And we had one of these growing up because we had an in-ground pool. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was like, you stay in there <laughs> after this movie came out. And really all you see is it kind of goes up the side and the next day it's like out of the water. Not that big of a deal, but having one of these, they can't really like just come Get out, out of, the, of pool. the pool. No. Yeah. It's definitely the, the ghost, the demon, whatever, trying to exercise its powers and see what it can do. Yeah. See it's how far like, it can go. I can take this out. Before it really problem. starts scaring people. Yeah. And that's really all that happens. And the next day, the high chair just, like, yeets over, mm-hmm. and the maid is, like, sketched out. As she should be. Like, immediately, though. Oh, because she's smart. She's of what I believe is Mexican descent, mm-hmm. and or some sort of Spanish culture, but I, I believe they even say it's Mexican I'm descent. I'm pretty sure they say that. Yeah, she's from Mexico. And non-American cultures <laughs> tend to... Be much more open to these kinds to of things, things and experiences mm-hmm. and just the spiritual realm in general. So she immediately starts feeling stuff. She's scared. and She, she... starts sage in that place. Uh-huh. Fucking awesome. Yeah. But then she gets fucking fired for it. 
Right. That's some bullshit. All she did was burn a little sage in your house. She didn't do anything actually threatening. Right. And if I came home and my maid or nanny or whatever was like smudging my house, I'd be like, oh, I'd be like, I'm God. joining. Let's go. What, <laughs> what did happened? you see? Also, aren't we all supposed to be home for this? Because we'll call everybody home. <laughs> exactly. So night two happens on August 8th. So this is, a, like I said, around the same time. This is the beginning of August. And this uh, paranormal, the first paranormal activity picks up, I think, at the end of August. Goes through, like, October-ish. Mm-hmm. The baby's big mad. And it basically just screams. So you know that something's happening with, like, the baby boy. That's a big... Like, night two, all of a sudden, the high chair falls over the next day, and then that night, the baby's screaming and upset and, like, standing and looking at something. So, you know, right from the beginning, this thing wants the baby. Mm -hmm. Which, demons tend to want babies. They just do. (laughs) Or babies are just, like, they don't have that wall built up yet, so you can communicate with them a little easier, Mm -hmm. I guess. And then... Katie comes over the next day and it says it's August 9th, which is 60 days before her man's death. Mm -hmm. And Katie asks her if she's freaked out after the break in and her sister says it feels personal and like they're still here and it's because they fucking are. Mm -hmm. And absolutely not. And later she's alone and she hears shit upstairs and then the baby's mobile starts spinning on its own. Listen, (laughs) (laughs) that's when you smudge right then and there. (laughs) I already like I really enjoy my alone time like a lot. But sometimes like I actually watched this by myself. Do not recommend (laughs) because like, again, now this scares me because I have I do have that like nostalgia factor with it of Mm -hmm. it scaring me a lot when I was a teenager. So do it that way you will. Like had I watched it for the first time as a 27 year old. It probably wouldn't have done this, had the same effect. Or would it? Like, I don't know. Because the scare, the most scared I've ever been in my house was when I thought there was something in it I couldn't see mm-hmm. with the Ouija board. Mm-hmm. Nothing was happening. I just thought there was something there that I couldn't see. Mm-hmm. And that was the most terrifying feeling. Mm-hmm. I had to leave my fucking house. Mm-hmm. Now she's hearing shit. And feeling like there's someone there, mm-hmm. but she can't see him, and at this point doesn't think they're doing anything. Imagine how scary that... I know how scary that is. Mm-hmm. So, fuck that. Well, it doesn't help that, once again, we have the typical male stereotype and horror of he doesn't believe anything. Like, she tells him things are wrong, eventually. Yeah. And he doesn't believe any of it. Even his daughter. Nobody in the household. Yeah. And, like, I gotta give my husband props, like, when when you were like, there's shit in your house, and when I was like, Kristen says there's shit in the house, and he even was like, I kind of feel watched. He was like, yeah, there's probably shit in the house. (laughs) You know, he wasn't like, nah, fuck that. Like, he was like, yeah. You want to sage? Or whatever? Whatever we gotta do? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, but, well, now that we're talking about him, it's a future event, but the, I called her the spooky witch, that he fires the maid. Then he brings her back later, and she starts saging the house and telling him what to do again, and he keeps telling her no. Why did you bring her back if you're still going to tell her no? Right. You are, literally asked for her help and guidance. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. And this is such a fucking stereotype of horror for men. Are are you guys mad? Like, I feel like men should be mad at this stereotype, because I would be. This is bullshit. Yeah. I mean, you're just as susceptible, at least as far as, like, if we're just taking the fact that at face value that this demon is real because it is in the movie yeah it can come after you too exactly like 
I do notice in movies how typically women tend to be more possessed or targeted, but that's just because for a hundred years now we've built a, a pillar of a character archetype of damsel in distress. Yes. That's just what it is. But I'm just saying like Mika gets killed and I mean, everybody gets killed Mika by this demon. Mika doesn't believe in any of it. All of this, we have that constant male person in every horror movie. I even asked Connor, I was like, do you get offended by that? He's like, honestly, a little, yeah. Because you're going to die being an idiot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and there may not have even been anything they could have really done. Like, it didn't really seem like her saging was going to make a fucking difference. Mm-hmm. But maybe if you had noticed sooner while it was weaker, maybe could have done something. Maybe if you had all been on board and had the same feeling and all been about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Stop being such a dick. Right. So then we get night three and the baby's standing in the crib and the door opens and now the baby's talking to someone and also the pool cleaner robot always ends up out of the pool. So that just is a thing that happens and they just throw it back in every morning like it's nothing. And now I will give them that. Like if my little cleaner robot came out of the pool, I would just think it was like a really high fucking powered like, God, Mm -hmm. this thing is fucking on it. Which he shows that eventually. Yeah. He tries to prove to them that this isn't a ghost. Yeah. He shoots it out of the pool like you can see on the video it doesn't do. It fucking crawls out of the pool. Yeah. It doesn't have, like, a power jet. Exactly. So, like, I probably would wake up in the morning and see it and just, like, oh, and put it back in the pool, just like he does. That's whatever. But what the... I know that you would never put cameras up in your home, Mm -mm. like, Mm interior-wise. I would have... Like, if I I was going to commit to having cameras in my home, I think I'd have to watch them every now and then. Mm -hmm. Just for... That's why I don't want to do it. Yeah. Because if I have them, I have to watch them. Outside, I'd probably do. Because that could just be some punk teenager coming through and pulling that thing out every single night. And I'd want to know that part. Yeah. Inside my house? No. Well, just general security. Like, it's not like we have a crazy security system. But, like, we got the ring doorbell because we had a weird thing with, Mm -hmm. like, somebody breaking into our backyard and stuff. Mm -hmm. And hasn't happened since. You know? But, like, inside, like, I... But I guess baby monitors, like, if you have a kid, you're going to want to watch that right i you'll just do the audio part <laughs> i think i've actually thought about that and i really don't want the video part i don't want to know what's happening hearing it is probably gonna be terrifying enough if something happens so yeah i really don't want to see them like oh yeah they're sitting there and i look back over and they're like floating or something fuck that you're gonna be one of those co-sleeper parents but not because you have some philosophical stance with mm-hmm. co-sleeping you just don't want them in a separate room because you don't yes! want to know because <laughs> i don't want to have to go in that room and have something freaky happen yeah. okay <laughs> And then it immediately jumps to night four and there's a shot on the baby's room for a long time with like some weird noise and distortion. And that's pretty much the end of it. Yeah, that's my only problem with this one is there's a lot of freeze or frozen rooms, but you don't see anything happen. There, yeah, there there's is a, a lot of that. It's trying to build suspense because you never know what you're going to see. So it gets you in that. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, mm-hmm. oh, God, oh, God. But when it does it over and over and mm-hmm. over it loses its effect until it does it. But then the problem is exactly. you're bored. Well, is that even with the first one, at least we got the door moved. You saw the shadow. You're like, something like that. Yeah. Exactly. You don't see that in the second one as much. And that kind of sucked. Yeah. Unless I missed it. But I really don't think I did because because of the first one, I was like, okay, where mm-hmm. is it? You know, what's happening? Exactly. Then it jumps to night five. And eventually I did lose... What, what night we're on here. I'm sorry. I was doing pretty good for a while. But night five at 1033, the maid hears a noise and the family is out. And this is when she loses it. 
Do you? So, oh, this is the maid, not the daughter when correct. she's babysitting. Yeah. Okay. So this, we're still a little early. So she's weirded out and she's holding her rosary and she sees a patio light flip on and she hears a banging upstairs and the baby starts crying immediately. And that's when she starts saging and then the family comes home and they're really mad and they fire her immediately. Watch the camera that you paid an exorbitant amount of money exactly that's exactly my fucking point why would you do that also i just have to mention here don't hire people from other cultures if you're gonna get mad at them for behaving in cultural ways exactly i get like being like freaked out because we're like bland white people that like don't that other things scare us but like you could have just been like Hey, what are, what does this mean? Like, what are you doing? And I also get that having any type of smoke around a baby, any type of smoke, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what it is, is not good for them. I understand. However, you could have just asked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you could have had a conversation about exactly. it. Because they set this up. Like, the daughter loves her. The family adores oh, yeah, this. She She's part of the family. Mm-hmm. So and then you just fire her? That was ridiculous. ridiculous. And I get that that was like a plot point they were doing, but that could have been done better just mm-hmm. as far as the filmmakers go. Because that seems yeah. like a really not very practical point in the story. Like, that mm-hmm. doesn't seem like something that would actually happen. Well, it's ridiculous. Like you said, they hired her. She's Mexican. She's going to feed people that food, right? How is that any different than this? Like, that's something she took away from her culture. If you oh, hired an Irish saying, nanny, like, wouldn't you expect things that she grew up on? And that, and that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, if you have a problem with it, then just tell her that, or ask her why she's doing it, and then you would know, like, I heard this, I saw that, there's either somebody in the house, like, a physical being, mm-hmm. or a something. Yeah, you could expect, even <clears throat> tell her, hey, I don't like that. And then if she does it again, okay, fire her. But really? Seriously? Right. Exactly. And then, uh, during the day, I believe it's the next day, the mom's trying to, like, video her kid, and he's, like, focusing past her, like, Mm -hmm. at this demon presence. And nope. Mm -mm. I mean, I wouldn't, I don't think I would freak out about that if I was a parent. I'd just be like, I don't know, it's a baby, and he's distracted. Like, pretty colors, lights, sounds. Mm -hmm. But knowing what you're watching in the movie, you're like, Mm-hmm. Exactly. So night eight, uh, baby cries and mom goes in and the door opens behind them and then there's a giant slam behind them. Like something slams the door. And then she just was like kind of weirded out and she like screams a little bit. Not very much. She doesn't freak out nearly as much as I would. Yeah, I totally agree. Because like there's... So we got new uh, AC and furnace system in my house and the house didn't have, there's a story, I promise. (laughs) The house did not have central AC at all. So we had to cut a return air vent into the floor at the end of the hallway, which is actually right outside of all of the bedroom doors. And I have three bedrooms. Now, if any of the doors are cracked a little bit when the air comes on, it sucks air down and it will slam a door. Which took some getting used to. (laughs) But it doesn't, like, there's a difference between, like, it'll close it shut. And it'll only do that if it's, like, cracked open. It's not going to, like, take a door that's That's open open. and slam it. Mm -hmm. So there's a difference between something just, like, you know, closing itself because of airflow and slamming shut with the force of a of a person doing mm-hmm. it she did not freak out nearly as much as i totally would have freaked agree. out and then the next day there's a dead bird and you know what dead birds mean <laughs> demon mm-hmm. they hit windows and they die 
We all know that. And then it immediately jumps into night 10 and mom is checking on the baby. And this is when the shit starts in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. I don't like the kitchen stuff. And a skillet fell in the kitchen. And while she's down there, she's sketched out. So she, obviously she's like, oh, I got to go look and we'll see what's going on. While she's down there, she's sketched out by something outside. And the pots and pans are like shaking. Mm -hmm. Just like a little bit. And one falls off and she screams. And then the next day they tell Mika and Katie that they think they have a ghost. And so night 10 is where she's like... Okay, it, this, it's, is this is paranormal. Mm -hmm. It's supernatural. It's not just like the robots being weird in the pool mm -hmm. and like a door closed because of an air vent or something like that. She's like, um, some weird shit's going on. <laughs> so we're haunted. Yep. Yep. 9-11, mm -hmm. uh, we get a kitchen fire and the ghost walks up the stairs after he starts the fire. Yeah. And then they're all down there arguing about what's happening. Uh, they blame the kid, the daughter, for the fire. Why? Like, she becomes the scapegoat for all this shit. And yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, a teenager. Yeah. And I get it, I guess. But, like, because it's easy to blame a teenager for shit because they're stupid. Mm -hmm. But not that stupid. And I don't mean stupid. They're just, like, they do their own thing and they're forgetful and they just want to do what they want to do when they want to do it. But they're not stupid enough to fucking start fires. Mm-hmm. Especially, that's not, I don't remember, I'm pretty sure it was just like an electric range. It wasn't like she mm -hmm. left the gas on or anything. Mm -hmm. So they're all arguing about what's happening, like the family, and they take a while to come to the conclusion to check the fucking tapes. Yeah, I, I understand. Like, haven't you been watching them this whole time? Especially with a kitchen fire, my first thing would be like, okay. Let's look at the tape. If I, if I was going to blame my kid, I'd be like, I'm going to go watch you set it on the stove and walk away. Mm -hmm. That would be my first thing to go do. Mm -hmm. But then what was also freaky is you see, like, the figure of the ghost, like, walk upstairs after that. And mm, I would not want to see that. Mm -hmm. But they go and they watch these tapes. And the daughter is, like, hoping the house is haunted. Mm -mm. And that's why she's stupid. That would not be my hope. Yeah, but she's a teenager. She wants some excitement. And I relate. I'm, I relate. If it was... Like, if it was me, I'd probably be like, sweet. Mm -hmm. But knowing what we know as an audience, like, you're like, uh, no, you don't fucking want this. Mm -hmm. But I get it. Uh, the night comes, the kid's talking to something, and the dog has now basically started sleeping in the baby's room and is growling mm -hmm. and pissed off. Listen to your pets. We've said it a million times. We'll say it a million more. Mm -hmm. If your dogs are sketched out or your cats are sketched out and they won't go into a room... Or they're hissing or growling or barking or peeing themselves. You got something you don't need. Mm-hmm. And then later that night, the dad gets into the hot tub and it is so hot, he has to immediately jump into the pool mm -hmm. to keep his skin from burning. Which he also blames his daughter for. Like, you left the hot tub too hot. Hot tubs only universally go up to like 104 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm -hmm. Even if she left it on 104 degrees Fahrenheit... It would not have burned your skin unless it's broken. Mm -hmm. But even at that point, I'm pretty sure it would just stop working. Exactly. And stop blaming your fucking teenage daughter for this yeah, shit. She's not pouring. She's not going to the fucking stove and pouring like a pot of boiling water in the hot tub. There's no reason for her to act up. Like she seems like a happy ass kid. So why would yeah. you think that she's doing this shit? She's not a brat. The only reason that I would give her is because you fired her nanny that she loved. Right? Which, okay. <laughs> but she's not doing it. No. And again... Check your fucking cameras. You have them outside too. Mm -hmm. Why 
are we not checking the cameras? Every time you blame her something and she goes, it wasn't me, you could go, okay, bet. Because he's the Check typical the horror douche. You're he right. doesn't want to. You're right. So we do have a night where they go out and they leave the daughter in charge and babysitting. I feel so bad for her with this one. Like, I would freak out. Well, she does a Ouija board. See? Yeah, see, that was dumb. Yeah. you can... She's a teenager. Okay. I did a Ouija board when I was a teenager. Exactly. I own one now. But it's like she wakes up from a nap and something's talking to her and she's having a yeah. horrible night. She hears pounding outside and they get the door slams behind her. That's a fucking scary ass night. The board, even even before all that, like the board even says that it wants Hunter, who's the baby. Mm-hmm. And later, the dog in Hunter's room is really mad. The TV that she's watching cuts to static and she's asleep and the shadow like descends on her mm-hmm. and then wakes her suddenly and she finds the front door wide fucking open yep i would immediately assume somebody Fuck was in that. there even if it was like a bad person yeah there's someone in the house uh-huh 100 mm-hmm. percent. they're hiding because mm-hmm. they're being a bunch of assholes mm-hmm. i would not probably assume spirit initially but mm-hmm. i would still be scared for my fucking life i would not have gone outside like that part i don't understand like she's a teenager whatever i wouldn't have i would have closed the door and then gotten a knife and wandered through the house to find someone i probably would have confined myself to one specific place in the house well, yeah, go get your little brother. And call 911. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. I don't think I would have gone looking because I don't want to find him. Okay, that's fair. I probably <laughs> wouldn't have gone looking, but I would have gone back to the kitchen, grabbed a knife, gone yes. upstairs, grabbed my brother in a closet or something. Definitely weaponized, mm-hmm. for sure. Like, if you can't drive, because, like, I would have probably tried to get to a car mm-hmm. with my brother or whatever the scenario was. And if mm-hmm. that wasn't possible, get to a room where I can not only lock the door... But put heavy shit in front mm-hmm. of the door because we know locking the door doesn't ever do shit. Exactly. But put as much stuff as I can in front of the door, at least for the amount of time it's going to take the police to get there mm-hmm. and look through the house. She's actually a fairly brave kid. Like, we find yeah, it later. Is. She tries to save her little brother. I yeah. don't know if I would. Like, there's a uh, scary-ass person in with him and she tries to go get him. Yeah. Brave-ass kid. She is. Braver than I would have been. So she goes outside to look and it slams behind her and it locks her out. Mm-hmm. And you hear the demon walking up to Hunter and it picks him up and he's just floating in the air. Mm-hmm. Just a floating. Puts him down and lets him walk downstairs. I guess it's the basement. It's the basement door. Mm-hmm. We've seen the dog kind of been sketched out by yeah, the basement door. Yeah, it's hanging door. out in the basement. Yeah. Just like it was hanging out in the attic at Katie and Mika's yep. house. I'm glad I don't have either one of those. Ah, same. I mean, I have a cro- you have a basement. Yeah, but it's like a furnished basement. We're That's down true. there. It's That's not true. where like shit goes you, to like, die. You like live down exactly. there. Exactly. Yeah. We're down there every single night. Yeah. Uh, so the parents get home and Hunter's back in bed and then the family is fighting about this presence. Now, check your cameras. She mm-hmm. literally says something slammed this door behind me. Watch the fucking check camera. Check your fucking cameras. Mm-hmm. Check your cameras. You'll also see your toddler floating. Uh-huh. Why do these people not look at the fucking things you paid for to put in And your also, if my kid said, I woke up from a nap and the door was wide open, I would immediately check my cameras, even if I didn't believe that there was a spiritual presence in the house, to see what motherfucker was coming into my house. Exactly. There could be a burglar just hiding in your fucking house right now, as you're arguing. Yeah. Waiting for you to fall asleep to steal your shit. Or kill you. Or kill you. So the next day, Allie actually starts vlogging. And documenting on her own that she's having dreams of a of a, a guy standing at the end of her bed. Yeah. And the internet research she's done says that those dreams are dreams of a demon. 
I mean, it's probably not a fucking dream. Uh uh-uh. uh. That's probably sleep paralysis. He's probably fucking standing there. Sleep paralysis? It's the scariest shit Terrifies in the world. Me. I've never had that happen to me, me personally. Either. Terrified. I would love to know if you have. Like, tell us your sleep paralysis stories now that I'm thinking about it, because, like, I'm really curious. But that has never happened to me, and I swear to God, if it happens now, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> but she th- she thinks her stepmom or family may have made, not stepmom, but, like, somebody way back in the family on her stepmom's side may have made a bargain for a child. Like, a deal with the devil, basically. And a demon is following them for it. Now, go ahead. No, no, no. This is total aside. I'm looking at your notes right now, and I have to ask. Yeah. You have, I'm assuming Katie yeah. and Chris. Yeah. And you spelled it K-R-I-S. Do you do that because of me? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I, call, I call her Chris, by the way. I just cut off the last part of her name. That's great. I do. Yeah. I love that. But she, that's a lot of deducing for a teenager to do, first of yeah. all. That's you know, kudos to her, or mm-hmm. it's very convenient for the plot. doesn't really matter. It's not that big of a deal. That's something that I can live with. Mm-hmm. That's not one of those plot points where they find something out and I'm like, come on. Well, yeah, we don't know. This is like summer. She could be a fairly smart kid. And also because if something like that was happening to me, yeah, I'd You'd probably... Go to yeah, same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And this is 2010, so we had the internet. We mm-hmm. had forums. We, ha- You know what I mean? It's not like we weren't also in the pinnacle of technology at that point. We obviously you know, Mm -hmm. 10 years later aren't as good, but we still had these things. So, all right. So we're all the way into night 17 and there's a noise, a very loud noise. And Allie wakes up and starts filming. And there's like, again, brave ass kid. Yeah. I I, left my room. I don't remember what exactly this noise was, but I described it as an aggressive spooky noise. (laughs) (laughs) I'm assuming like slamming. Mm -hmm. And she goes downstairs and this toy goes off. Mm -hmm. Fuck that. Fuck that fucking move yeah and it's like moving across the, mm-hmm. and she fucking bails damn straight like she's brave but she knows when to she's like okay i see what's going on and i uh-huh. have made my rational reasoning that this is fucked and, and I'm she going took back video upstairs. of it so yeah. let's show the parents yep and then christy goes to get katie or goes to katie katie's house the next day again christy's the mom and katie gets aggressive about not talking about it and ignoring it or she'll end up just like mom and it feeds on fear so leave it alone Mm. Mm -hmm. i think not addressing the fear makes fear worse exactly right you'd be more terrified if i am scared of something and i ignore it i'm still gonna be just as scared i'm just not gonna tell you that i'm scared Mm -hmm. so it's not it's feeding off of you either way Mm -hmm. just because you're not screaming exactly and you can tell she's terrified. Like, there's later on, you see a scene of her talking to her teenage daughter, t- fucking terrified. Like, she's shaking, scared. Yeah. And she just tells her, your Aunt Katie said we can't talk about it. You're still fucking scared. Yeah. Well, and then Allie, th- this day, takes the dog for a walk and leaves Christy alone. And this is the most iconic scene of this film. Mm-hmm. She's just sitting there, trying not to have a fucking meltdown. Yeah, she's trying to ignore it, right? That's what Katie told her. We're just going to ignore it. We're just going to sit here at the little island. And that demon is like, oh, you want to fucking ignore me, bitch? Bet. I will show you that I'm here. All the cabinets fly open at once in her fucking kitchen. Like, what is more in your face right there? You're trying to ignore it and have it go away to say, no, fuck you. I mean, it gives me, I know that it's fake and this is a movie, but like, put yourself in that situation and it gives me chills. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Same. Nope. 
And that's why I said, bitch, you going to ignore me? <laughs> All right. And she tells it to leave her alone. And that's probably what I would probably start screaming at at that point. Like, leave me alone. Like, mm-hmm. get the fuck out. Because a lot of times, like, paranormal researchers will say, like, if you don't want it, tell it to go, tell away. It to go away. But this isn't just a fucking it's not spirit just a left behind. This mm-hmm. is a demon. Like, you can't just do He's that. trying to be malicious towards you. Like, yeah, he doesn't care. Yeah. And Allie thinks that Katie and Christy's grandmother made the deal. So she's even where she's continuing to research this, but she's telling this to her boyfriend who's like, Oh, like he's He's not making a joke out of it. Yeah. He's not like telling her she's wrong, but he's also like, babe, like Mm -hmm. you're probably just like overanalyzing things, whatever. So night 19. Ooh, I hate this. (laughs) The basement opens and the dog freaks Mm -hmm. out. And I thought that he got killed, Mm -mm. but he, she, she but she she. didn't Allie wakes up and finds the dog injured and then they leave no you're not leaving me in that house at night i'm getting the baby we're all going to the emergency yeah i don't understand i literally don't i couldn't even if it's just a dog hurt could you sleep could you stay in that house i don't want to fucking be with them so yeah whole family don't i mean i'll go to a hotel i know that doesn't really solve my well because in the first one, they try to go to a hotel, but it won't let them leave. So I'm assuming if they leave, it does take away some extent of the power. Maybe not all of it. Okay, I still stand by that's fucking bullshit. I don't remember if I said it in the first one or not, but seriously, it took this whole time to figure out things around your house, to get that power. If you go to a motel, it's gonna have to start again. Yeah, Calm well, down. At least for like a night or two. Exactly. Like, you give yourself leave. some time. Jesus. It's like, it follows. Like, I know we haven't really talked about that yet, but it just... Like, yes, Go live in other countries or whatever, <laughs> but where, then you'll move away. Where's it going to hang out? It's a fucking motel. It can't hang out in an attic or a basement or anything. What's yeah. it going to do? Stand at the edge of your bed. Well, that went real dark. <laughs> well. <laughs> There's your sleep paralysis, right. <laughs> Never mind. Just take it back. Don't go to a motel. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I said. My ass would leave, too. Yeah. Like, you would not be leaving me, especially the one that it seems to be, like... I'd go sleep in my car. like Or something. 1,000%. I would just follow them in my car and sit in the fucking parking lot. If I didn't, there was no room in the car for me. Fine. I'll follow you. Yep. Like, no, you're not leaving me. And of course, while they're gone, it's like, ah, wonderful playtime. the one it wants. Yeah. So it drags her the fuck downstairs to the basement or to hell or hell the that, basement. And we have no idea what happened, but she's down there for like an hour and a half, two hours. And she comes back all demony. Could you imagine what it did to her for two fucking hours? Nope. Fuck that. That's more terrifying. Uh-huh. Yep. And then the next day, they can't get Christy to come out of bed because, you know, she's possessed now. And you even... And traumatized. You even see, like, the teenage daughter shows you the back of the door where she fucking clawed on it to get out. Fuck that. Yeah. But sh- the dad has to go to a meeting. Has to. like his, Yeah, I know. His daughter's begging him. And his wife is catatonic. <laughs> begging him to say, if my child begged me to stay that's the day you take off because they were so scared Mm -hmm. exactly honestly like in the wolfman i don't think i said it before but there's a part where they tie him to the chair and his dad leaves he's like oh yeah i gotta go everyone needs me but his son's begging him to stay why is that a thing that we do be a parent yeah (laughs) exactly that's literally what you're for like your child your parental instincts are supposed to kick in when your child is like begging and crying and just wants to be coddled that's like your thing right exactly god (laughs) <laughs> but no we're gonna leave the 15 year old to babysit with um, the baby and the catatonic evil person demon mom 
Okay. And so she mentions to, I think her, she's on the phone with her boyfriend. The vet thinks that the dog had a seizure, but the vet doesn't know. And it doesn't really make a lot of sense. So she has to go through all these fucking tests. Yeah. Poor baby. And then Allie hears a noise from the basement and finds the bloody nail scratches that you were talking about. And she's like, fuck this. And she goes up to see... She yeah. goes up to see Christy in the baby's room laying in the chair with bite marks. And she's all fucked up. Mm-hmm. And she's like just laying there. You know the look all creepy yeah. and not really she there. She wants to leave. You can tell she wants to leave that house so bad. But she won't leave her brother. Yeah. And she tries to fucking go in and get him. And then she, go, she goes back in and Christy's fucking gone. Yep. Nope. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Exactly. Uh, fucking not. I would just assume that I was about to get killed right there. Exactly. Like she's behind me now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and behind her. See? Yeah. Then just standing near Hunter all creepy and the dad comes home and he watches the tapes because his daughter yeah. is having a meltdown. And she's freaking out on him. Which, fair. Yeah. I I would have... I mean, we're assuming, what, he was gone at least half a day at work, right? At least half a day. So four hours like four that she dealt hours. with this? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I would have taken my little brother. See, what's hard about this is now that the spirit or demon has a body, though, it's not like you can go anywhere and not... Now you have something physical following you. Mm-hmm. It's not like you can just go sit out on the patio. Mm-hmm. You have to leave. You have to yeah. get in a car. a car and go. Yeah. Fucking call Katie and Mika up and be like, dudes, my dad doesn't no care. Kidding. You gotta fucking get here. Yeah. That's what aunts and uncles are for, right? Right. Exactly. So he calls the the maid slash nanny back to help, which is who you should have listened to in the first place. Mm-hmm. And it's their fault it transfers to Katie because she basically comes back to perform her culture's version of an exorcism. Mm-hmm. And but it's an transferring it's a, an exorcism. Right. It's not a completely removal. It yeah. just goes from one to the other. So this demon doesn't want to leave, but it's being forced out. But it has to basically have a host to go to. And it has to be a direct family member. Mm-hmm. And so basically the daughter's like, you can't do that to Katie. Yeah. And he's like, this is my wife. I'm fucking doing it. Really? You didn't seem to care before. Yeah. No kidding. And it has to, a blood relative, and they, they do that. And uh, I wrote, I'm right here. That's some bitch. <laughs> That's the most bitch ass yeah, shit. it is. And now, I gotta say, that's a really tough situation to be in. Because this person's telling you, I can fix this, but it's gonna go to somebody else. Somebody close to you, too. You can't even go with the assumption of, oh, I'll never hear that story. You're gonna know. And even if you didn't know, you know that you're going to fuck somebody's life up. That's even hard on somebody that you may never meet mm-hmm. ever. But you're it's going to your sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I get it. Like, that's the mother of my child. That's my wife. But I think that maybe... Let's just go with the assumption that I, I did it. All right? I'm going to do it. I would immediately call and be like, okay. This is what happened. You're going to get this thing. But now that we have time, because I didn't have any time because he was already we're in her. Defeat it. We're, we, we're going to yeah. call a priest. We're going to get it out. We're not just going to transfer it around. We're going to, it's starting early. It's got to get to know you. So we have time now. I'm really sorry. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously they're not going to believe you, but all you have to fucking do is pull your fucking tapes. Uh-huh. End. 
well, this should have been a conversation that has ha- been happening between the whole family anyway. These are pretty tight sisters. Yeah. So I don't understand. This should have been a, hey, Katie, some shit's going on with your sister. You gotta come over. She should have been a part of this whole fucking thing. Right. It's ridiculous that she wasn't. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I would not do that to you. I know that we're not blood related, so it wouldn't matter. If it was me, it would have to go to my brother. So. I, but I wouldn't even make that decision. Like, if something happened to you, and I'd be fucking really sad, and we'd fucking figure it out. But I wouldn't be like, Chad, I love your sister more. Sorry. Yeah, well, you just call it different. This is only one person's take on how to get rid of this. And I know that, like, the Catholic exorcism, it's like a whole thing. Somebody will fucking do it. You can call somebody that has some sort of knowledge that at least try. Well, they Strap have, her down. Exactly. They have a demonologist in the first one that they maybe they would have actually called had y'all fucking told them what was going on. Yeah. Mother fucking pussy ass bitch. Sorry. Yeah, cool, because they call the psychic and he's like, nah, this is demon shit. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But things get better. Well. For them. For a little bit. For a little bit. Yeah. All it goes to Katie and Mika and fucks up their lives. Well, it, it, they get like a couple months of relief mm-hmm. until October 9th. Yeah. Uh, Katie comes back because it has run its full course on her, but they didn't, first of all, it's just the two of them. Mm-hmm. So. So there's not as many people. So right. Yeah. So she kills Mika, as we know from the first one. Mm-hmm. And when you see Katie leave in the first one, you don't know where she's going. She's going back because the whole point of this demon's mission was to get hunter get this baby because that's what it was promised what 100 years ago or whatever mm-hmm. when they made this family made that deal with the devil for whatever they made it for and uh she comes back after killing mika and she uh snaps daddy daniel's neck damn straight she does kills the dog kills her sister mm-hmm. and she takes hunter takes the baby yep and uh the daughter was on like a school trip and she came home to find her parents bodies which fucking sucks yep but honestly he deserved it so that's cool i mean you know she probably was surprised in the moment but in hindsight she probably wasn't (laughs) that surprised right exactly she knew that it went to katie Mm -hmm. i guarantee you she found those bodies and as soon as her rationale came back she went oh my fucking aunt did this yeah exactly but it wasn't actually her Mm -hmm. so i mean they still have the fucking videos the cops saw that katie took hunter and killed all those people (laughs) Yeah. And then they just disappeared. Because they went to hell. Huh. Straight back to hell. I mean, these movies up to a certain point. So I remembered what you were talking about with the third one. That was Toby. Or Tony. Right? The I, name I of it. I think the, it's Toby. Yeah. So I think the fourth one is the one that I got lost on that lost me with the webcam and mm-hmm. shit. That's pretty much where this series lost me. Because I know there's like a fifth one, like a sixth one, I think. Mm-hmm. But just talking about the first two, overall, pretty enjoyable movies in my opinion. No, totally. If you just take them like, like a, We sounded really angry this whole time. Well, no, but it's just because... The movie was good. The movie's very good. Bad well, characters. Or asshole characters, but... Well, and honestly, probably pretty close to what may actually happen in a family dynamic mm-hmm. like this. It's just unfortunate because you kill people when you do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, And I can't even say that, like, dads or moms or whatever would react differently if their teenager was like, oh, there's something fucking haunting me. And they'd right. be like, what the fuck ever. We don't know. He raised her for 14, 15, 16 years. Yeah. He knows her better than anybody else. So, okay. Yeah, exactly. Maybe she does fuck around with things like that. Yeah, whatever. But, yeah, I mean, it's scary in its own right. It was definitely scary for the time 10 years ago when it came out. Holy Mm -hmm. shit. This was, like, found footage was a thing because we had Blair Wish in 2004, but 
it wasn't like we had Blair Witch and then every movie for the next, you know, eight years after that was found mm-hmm. footage because it really wasn't. We had a few thrown in, mm-hmm. but Paranormal Activity seemed to really like adapt it well. Yes, it really did. And after it adapted it so well and got so much money, we did get a oh, we an influx. Beat the shit out of it. Yeah, exactly. Um, of found footage and especially Paranormal Activity, we kind of hurt that franchise. So. Yeah, I think it's done though. It I think keeps it has... popping up as we're gonna make another one, but I don't oh, know if really? they'll ever do Can it. Can we not? They, they probably <laughs> won't. It's always on that list. That's true. That's true. Well, I mean, this gets a solid four out of five for me personally. Oh, same, absolutely. Oh, it was a cool. fun movie. I love the Paramount Paranormal Activity franchise. The first three, love them. Yeah, they're great. We'll give it. We'll just pretend it's a trilogy. Mm, exactly. We right. won't even. <laughs> yeah, we won't even worry about the rest of that shit. Until Maybe we have to. Our dollar stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I find it at Entertain Mark for 99 cents. Throw it on the Patreon. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. You can find us on all of our socials. It's just the Extra Sisters podcast or on Twitter. It's at the Extra Sisters. You can also find us on Patreon. We are patreon.com slash the Extra Sisters podcast for bonus episodes, content, giveaways. We send you stuff on your birthday, all that fun mm. stuff. So there's only two tiers, $1 and $5. Come hang out with us over there. Thank you so much to our patrons. We appreciate yes, you guys you. so much. And we're going to be with you twice this week. Next time, join Jason in the woods if you dare. Till then, stay creepy.